Ah, yes, it is a mortal Wednesday. The Origin Oracle himself, the Kangaroos coach, Mal Meningeral. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Mal, good morning to you. The burning issue of the day. What's a movie that you haven't seen that people are surprised about? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I haven't seen a lot of movies, Ben, but, yeah, good morning to you and to your listeners. Um, I was going to say Barbie, but, you know, <laughs> that's, just come on the, that's just come on the market, hasn't it? You know? I have so, more respect for you to say that you haven't seen Barbie. Yeah, I know. Well, every 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 male out there, every dad out there that's got a daughter in particular, but, yeah. you know, Ken's there as well. I don't mind Ken. Uh, you know, so I haven't, seen, I haven't seen Barbie, but I think the one that might stir a little bit of controversy up is Star Wars. Hang on. What? Star Wars. Star Wars. I'm not a sci. I'm not a sci-fi person. I don't. I don't like. So, so, don't so, like so not. So not one. Futuristic. I don't like a futuristic movie. Well, Mal, this is where I've got to pull you up because Star Wars is not in the future. It's in the past. It was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, yeah, far what, away. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I haven't watched them in the past. I watched Star Wars, so it still hasn't come true, has it? It's still. I'm into the future now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some thirty odd years down the track, still, you know. Well, I'm looking. I'm still looking still for my lightsaber. I'm still looking for my lightsaber. Exactly. I know. So hang on. Yeah. So hang, Let's there's another world out there. Re- references to Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, and and I'm your father, and and all yeah. that stuff, and Princess Leia, like you and Yoda. Yeah. You, you nothing. Yeah. No, I'm not a, not a sci-fi person. That I must oh, confess. Yes. Man. I love action movies. Love comedy. Um. You know. I've got. I love. I've watched Dirty Dancing a million times. I love all that. I love that romance stuff. You know. Okay, that's another one I haven't seen. Dirty Dancing. For <laughs> <laughs> what? Now, well, now people are walking past I I and that. just stopped well, in their tracks. I haven't seen Dirty well, Dancing. I, What's wrong with that? Well, I grew. I grew up. I grew up, and you know, you, you had to sort of. You had you're courting girls and things like that, so you had to sort of look at different angles about how you'd actually go do that. So she dance moves didn't go astray, did it? You know what I, mean? I think my wife respects me more because I haven't seen Dirty Day. Anyway, listen, let's talk some rugby league, Mal. Um, where, <laughs> What's that? What's yeah, rugby what league? is rugby? Um, where do we start? Look, okay, help me out on, on, on Daly. Da- Daly Cherry Evans. Yeah. I, I Look, he 300 games. Respect him enormously. Queensland captain. I just have... I just have something that I can't scratch, I can't get rid of. It, 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 it creeps in. Every time I, I, I think of him, see him, I don't want it to. It's like a little black fog that comes in and goes, yeah, but he turned his back on the Titans, and that's not cool. Yeah. Um, I, your analogy about the little bug on the windscreen, Ben, you know, so you, you've yeah. got the windscreen wipers on, you've got the water, it doesn't, doesn't quite come off. So what you got to do? you actually got to get out of the car and you get a rag and, you know, a bit of water and you, you scrub it off yourself. So that's how you fix your little issue. That's true. You go talk to Daly about it all. No, <laughs> oh, and, and, no, and look, <laughs> I'm sure he's done it for good reasons. And, and you know what? Any, anyone in his position, I get it. Some, someone called through before saying, hey, Ben, be in his shoes. Um, the, the fact that he, he turned he turned his back, he wanted to stay where he was and, and he probably got more money, I would assume, or, or – I, I, you know, it was a fair whack from the Titans. No, five he, wanted, he always wanted to stay there, I think, really. He always wanted to stay there. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't possible. I think they had to make a decision between him and Kieran Ford at the time. Um, and then he obviously, he signed that he signed a, a contract. He was going to go to the Gold Coast on a, on a, a certain deal. 
Um, he had a cool enough period, and I think the, the manly club, Bob Fulton in particular, went back to him and yeah. and offered him offered him, you know, quite a longer longer deal, and and obviously it stabilised his his career basically and his family's career. So um, I actually sent him a, a text message to congratulate him on on him signing with the Gold Coast because I thought that was a fantastic move by the by the Titans, but also um, from Daly's point of view, I, you know, I felt that. They needed someone like him, you know, Queenslander, coming back to the club and yeah. and helping them move forward. You know, didn't yeah. magic because they're talking about ifs and maybes. You look at if he's playing today for the Gold Coast Titans, what a you know they'll be pushing for, you know, grand final appearances. That's and I sort of kind of like kind of agree with that. You know, so and I've seen his an interview just recently where he's right. He's right. You know, he doesn't necessarily. Everyone doesn't have to like him. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to like everyone else, you know. So he's a he's an individual, and yeah. you know, um, he's got his own ways of doing things, and you know, and we get, you've got to respect that because he gets the results on the footy field as well, you know. So I mean, you know, I mean, you don't have to be the best of teammates to be the best player players for your mate, if that makes sense. Yeah, and Mel, I don't I don't dislike him. I've, I've, I've the, the the interactions I've had with him have always been positive, and you know, he he seems like a good. Bike to to be around. Um, not that we've been in camp too often with, with him, but it's. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, his yeah, it's, his growth. Yep. His growth over the years has been enormous. Been. I've had a lot to do with him since you know about yeah, for ten years basically. Yeah. You know, obviously in those early Origin years, um, you got to remember. Um, you know, he he got picked up, put him on the bench. He come in, played seven a number of times. That that's when Cooper Cronk and Jonathan Thurston was at their at their best, and then I played him 14, and then Michael Morgan come along. So I had to make it. A, we had to make a choice between Michael Morgan and and Daly Cherry Evans, and you know basically the reason why Michael Morgan got the gig is because he can play more positions. You know, Chess can only play well. You know, he can play in the anywhere really, but you know Michael Morgan was more adept at in the halves, centre. He could play fullback. He yeah. could play nine. You know, so he's just a better, uh, more versat- versatility him. And um, but as he's progressed over over the years and gained more experience. He's obviously, you know, worked out who he is, um, how he does things. I think that's important. And I had him on the World Cup just recently. And he was he was exceptional. Great human being, great team person. Um, did he think they probably possibly can for the team? We, obviously, we picked Nathan Cleary in, in front of him, but he couldn't do enough uh, around the around the whole the whole environment. You know, so I mean, he, he's grown as a person too. And his success in recent years, particularly with Origin, you just go to show how his leadership skills has improved over the years as well. So, I mean, it takes people, you know, a long period of time. So that's not, everyone doesn't just come on the scene and, you know, be the best person, the best leader, the best player uh, at that time, you know. So it's it takes the time for uh, people to, you know, cure over, over long, you know, in their careers, and particularly in rugby league. So he's at the height of his... I. I I had a bit of a yarn to um, Anthony Seabold, you know, not not so long ago, um, and I think he's playing the best footy he's ever played, you know, and the same like same with, with yeah. Sean uh, Sean Johnson. So those types of players who are actually getting a bit better with age, and you know, full marks to him. Yeah, Adam Reynolds, you got to put in that uh, conversation as well. I'm going to throw Adam one out. Reynolds, yeah. yeah, well, Cody like, like Walker. Yeah, you know, there's a whole heap of players that are out there. You know, in there early 30s, um, getting towards their mid-30s, playing the best rugby league um, they have in their careers. And that's just the modern game too, mm. where 
you get to look after yourself, you know, all the technology and all the sports, sports science and, and medicine have, have improved. It allows, if you look after yourself, it allows players to, you know, go longer. That's that's what seems to be happening in our game. Could he threaten Cameron Smith's record, Daly, with the number of games played? Can you see him playing on for a few more, a few more years yet? Um, well, you know, again, you hear him, you hear his conversations, his interviews, um, where you know he'll keep he'll keep playing as long as uh, he feels good about playing. Obviously, you know, um, and as everyone knows, you know, when you when you get towards the back end of your career, your head and your heart and your body tells you that it is not far away from retirement. So mm. he's obviously hasn't uh, got to that stage yet. You know, Cameron had those. All those internal conversations, uh, whilst he tried to make a decision about what, when should he retire, you know. So um, Cameron's record, four hundred odd, four hundred thirty odd games in the NRL, would be for, for Daly to achieve that. You know, that's another five or six years. I'm not quite sure whether Daly will play to his forty years of age. Malman Ingham, my guest, as he is every Wednesday, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Mal, th- Thursday night footy. Tomorrow night we are seeing an absolute belter, the Broncos and Roosters. Um, where they're sitting on the ladder at the Roosters and where they've been over the last uh, month and a bit is, well, they've been in no man's land. They really haven't been threatening. But when you look at this game on paper, you- you've got the two best fullbacks in Walsh and Tedesco. So basically an origin uh, number one's going head-to-head. A- and it's the United Nations when it comes to uh, the Roosters forward pack, Lindsay Collins, uh, Jared Wahira Hargraves, um, the Cheese is there as well, Victor Radley. Uh, and then you've got the Broncos pack, Haas, Carrigan, Flegler, uh, all rep players. Uh, Thursday night footy. Um, I, I love yeah. sitting down and having the weekend come early. I love watching Thursday night footy on the telly. But but I also feel that Thursday night, I mean, a game like this should be reserved for prime time. And there's an argument that Thursday night footy is, but I just – uh, you know, but geez, I'm picking faults in a lot of things today, aren't I? But uh, I just Thursday night footy. There's something you're, you're about you're not going. You're not going all that well, actually. Be <laughs> not very positive at all. Well, I, 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 hey, it's positive for the broadcasters and it's positive for the fans. Yeah, but yeah. what about the kids coming through? And they've got school the next day, staying up, and and perhaps even yeah. going to the game Thursday night. Are you a fan of Thursday night footy? Yeah, I am. I'm a fan of footy every night, Ben. You know, so well, that's fair. Um, but yeah, that's that, that, that's uh, not that's I not plausible, that. though, is it? Footy every night of the week. Oh, I think it is. I think I think it's possible. Yeah, um, I think we need to start considering things like that. You know, it, it does happen in major sports around the globe. Uh, certainly in the EPL, um, yeah, and most sports in in um, they play a, a lot of games, of course. But we've got a lot of competitions in our game as well. You know, we've got the the men's, the women's, the state leagues. We've got Origin. We've got internationals. You know. Um, we could we could we could do things from the English Super League as well, you know, help help them um, help them where you know, where we can as well. So I think there's plenty of plenty of content to look at um, from a broadcaster's point of view. So, but you know, I mean, you're talking about the fans, obviously, and that's the that's the number one priority, I believe. You know, the fans are really important in our game, and uh, you know, I feel that you know. Thursday night. I mean, if the fans are conditioned to it, then I feel that it, it'll, it'll work. I mean, you'll get you'll get plenty of people there watching that game tonight. There's no doubt about that, you know. Mm. So there is some great matchups. Um, so and the Broncos are doing fantastically well, and the Roosters need need to continue um, their run towards the finals. So yeah, you know, it's 
it's a it's a blockbuster game, and I, I still think that you know fans will still talk uh, turn up to it on a on a Thursday night, even though the kids have got to go to school tomorrow. Well, they're up against the Matildas too across the river at Suncorp. That is a sellout, so there's going to be nearly fifty thousand there. I know the Suncorp Stadium's been reconfigured a bit for the for the football, the Women's World Cup, but fifty thousand there. I don't know how many are going to the Roosters yeah. and uh, and Broncos, but um, uh, it'd be interesting to see. I think Patty Patty Welsh called Thursday tomorrow night, thunderous Thursday. Matildas Nigeria, Broncos Roosters, the Ashes starting uh, the fifth test, and you've got the World Swimming Champs uh, going along. I'm sure I've missed something along yeah. the way, but it's going to be epic. Hey, yeah, now well, we had the golf over the weekend as well so you know it's been <laughs> that one night good sleep you know, it's a global event well that's a, that's probably one of the arguments ben you know it's it is a global global event sport you know so you know people around the world do watch it you know yeah. so um and you know it, the broadcasters they pay a lot of money you know obviously to to do what they do um and you know i think you know, if the players want to keep on getting the big bucks and the clubs want to keep on getting the big bucks and, and all the other stakeholders, you know, we've got to we've got to look at all different options how we can improve our competition and accessibility, um, you know, to games and, and teams and players and all that sort of stuff, you know. So I think it's it's another it's another conversation obviously, but yeah. you know, we've got to start thinking about having a bit more global presence, you know, they want to go to Las Vegas, you know, with that in mind. So um, but you know the best way to do that is through you know everyone being available and everyone playing on different different at different times I guess yeah. um, to cater for a global audience. Well, Mal, let, let's dip our toe in the water. Let's take the temperature, take the pulse, however you want to frame it. We'll, we'll do that now. Th- thirteen thirteen fifty five oh four six seven seven three six. Footy every night of the week. Would you be up for that as a fan? Is there too much sport that isn't enough? Isn't that Roy and HG's old slogan? Um, let us know. Mal, 21 minutes past 10. It's been uh, great chatting to you. Justin is with you. He's texted in saying, I'm with Mal. I haven't seen Star Wars either. So maybe on one of your long flights when you're, when you're, when you're heading to the UK next to, to play the Poms or wherever it may be, you've got a long flight. I reckon you could catch up on the entire Star Wars uh, series on that flight over, Mal. Uh, until then... We will. So it's uh, obvious, very yeah. obvious that you've done this before, Ben. It's very obvious. What? Watch Star Wars. Oh yeah. Yeah. The whole the whole episode. Whatever. How many How many episodes have there been? Uh, what's it? Ten? Nine? Yeah. How many? Oh, that many. See what I mean? Yeah. I, I can't be bothered. Honestly. <laughs> start at the beginning to get. You had to start at the beginning to go through the whole lot. Yeah, but see, this is the thing with Star Wars, Mel. You know that the beginning is the beginning episode four, or is the beginning episode one. You've got no idea what I'm talking about, but we'll get, in, we'll get no, into that. No, no idea. <laughs> no, idea no idea. All right, mate. Um, <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll, we'll look, forward to, look forward to the throwdown tomorrow as well from midday. Mal Meninga, my guest, every Wednesday. Jeez, we've gone around the world there. Uh, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Rush in, get half price off Synovus Vitamin range. It excludes the bulk sizes, but Synovus Vitamins, uh, half price at Chemist Warehouse. Mal Meninga on a Wednesday. Uh, should we have footy every night of the week? It's a proposition. Mal said we should look into it. 10.22 this Wednesday morning.